When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rakari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. Oh, hello there. Oh, you're looking for a, a Twitch streamer who's bald. Who has a great laugh. Oh, oh, I see. You're looking for Professor Broman, the Twitch streamer. That's right. If you're looking for a fun guy who's bald and has a great laugh and smells great, well, I got I got the I got the streamer for you. Head on over to twitch.tv forward slash Professor Broman. He he he's awesome at looter shooters, uh speed running, um, getting shot at in Tarkov. Honestly, any type of content, any type of gaming content you're looking for. You can find it there, twitch.tv forward slash Professor Broman. You should go there right now. Go there right now. Hit the follow button. Do it. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of Star Wars and Scotch. It's, it's different this week. It's a different intro. It's me. It's Tim. Starting off. Hey, hi, welcome. And Kevin, who's a little under the weather, but he's still here. I have to be. It's the end of the book of Boba Fett. It's all done. We reached the final chapter. It was good. And it was a good one. It was really, really good. But before we uh, start talking about Book of Boba Fett, we, uh, we got to talk about King's Ghost Coffee. Always. Always get us to talk about uh, King's Ghost Coffee. So if you, haven't, if you haven't heard us talk about King's Ghost Coffee yet, then, well... I don't know what you've been listening you to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously. Uh, King's Ghost Coffee is some of the best coffee you're gonna you're gonna put in your coffee cup. Uh, freshly roasted to order coffee delivered to your doorstep, and it's not roasted until after you order it. You really can't get that kind of uh, freshness anywhere else. So head on over to kingscoastcoffee.com. Check out roasts like yours truly, the Darkness Blend, Dr. Lupo's Murder Free Roast. You got awesome single origin lines like Aztec. We got a Columbia Roast. Got some other, we got some other bangers in there, Kevin. We have so many. Oh, yeah. that's, the, that's the frustrating part is that we have so many awesome coffees to choose from. Like Everyone's like, hey, Tim, what's your favorite coffee? I was like, ah, I, like all them. Of them? I like them all. I uh, I'm in a bag of Trevor right now. Ah, yeah, Trevor yeah, May um, May's Mayday roast halfway through Trevor, and then I think I'm uh, actually be playing uh, Minecraft with Trevor today. 
be fun. I heard that's going to be exciting. Yeah. I'm going to see if Hunter wants to watch on mute because oh. he can't hear what you all talk about. <laughs> okay, good, please. <laughs> as soon as you said Hunter, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, no, he'll watch on mute. He watches all the, the Minecraft YouTube videos now. He just sits on his iPad and I hear the annoying voice, no offense, that's, of uh, the Minecraft YouTubers. That's what I need. So. That's what I need, Kevin. I need another eight-year-old fan. Great. Perfect. And then can I complain and then I'm about ruin your relationship. the divide in our relationship? I'm going to stop playing Minecraft and ruin your relationship with Hunter. <laughs> when he stops playing Minecraft on Thursday. Oh, man. Well, uh, before we go to uh, uh, the episode, I want to tell you something about last episode tim um we missed a couple things they're called ant droids ant they're just called ant droids ant droids okay so where where we where would we have learned about these ant droids i don't know but when i uh if you go to the wikipedia entry for luke's jedi temple it talks about now it talks about the ant droids building it at the beginning huh well I went looking all over the internet last week for them and couldn't find them. So I'm glad you I did I don't think it. they existed till last week. <sighs> okay, good. I don't feel as bad about it. Also, there's a new drawer that came out this week that I couldn't find anything about. So if anyone on the, if anyone listening, uh, knows more about the, um, the Scorponok droids, um, the Scorponek, sorry, Scorponek. Scorponek, yeah. Um, because every time that I went to look Scorponek Star Wars, I came up with Transformers Scorponok. So if uh, if anyone could help me out, that'd be great. Uh, they looked Clone Wars. We're going to have era. to talk about those later, Kevin, because, yeah, I think they're like a really cool hybridization of a couple different uh, uh, pieces of uh, Federation machinery. Yeah, they looked, so. they looked very trade Federation mm-hmm. Clone Wars mm-hmm. era. Yep. I, did you notice how no one knew what to do with an energy shield? It's like, what are, what are we that do? was interesting. What are we also, that the dark the dark saber couldn't pierce an energy shield. Uh, I mean, like, that would make sense. Would it? You, you, well, so so usually like um like so like energy oh, yeah, energy no, shields right. block like block energy. So the whole idea like it, in, like for like ships use like ships for example like when they had their shields up like the the blaster bolts like bounce off of them. So you gotta yeah. you gotta get through it before you can hit them with blasters. Well, even the even the those uh, what were those droids called that roll in in um, yeah, Phantom Menace? Yeah, the destroyer the droids. Yeah, <laughs> they, the they put their shields up and they can't get their lightsabers through them, so that doesn't make sense. Anyways, they're so cool. I mean, they were so cool. I'm so glad that they finally put them in Battlefront too. Oh, the destroyers! It took yeah, them the, forever they to. So they so okay. So originally, during the development process of Battlefront two. They pitch us the idea, like, what do you think of, of destroyer droids coming to the game? Like, that was so fucking sick. It was so cool. Like, the hardest part is getting these things to roll. And it, ah. yeah. So apparently, the whole rolling thing, like them mo- being able to roll across the field and then transform in, into their walking pose, is like really difficult to pull off. So interesting. We finally got it. Anyways. I guess, I guess that makes sense, though. That would be interesting. And it would be a whole new animation. It's not like you could borrow from another game or something. Yeah. So you'd have to create that from scratch. But anyways, Book of Boba, we start off and our little body's back. <laughs> How happy did that make it you? It made me so happy. I mean, we all knew it was going to happen because the little the little pod in the back of the Naboo Starfighter was there. Duh, and you're like, well, who else no is way. that going to be for? Of course it's going to be for Grogu. So Book of Boba Fett was just basically a, a, was a precursor. Bridge. Yeah, for Mandalorian Season 3. Which I'm I okay think. with, but... 
doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. It's, I don't know. I tweeted. I tweeted this morning at, at the end when I when we finished, and I said I wish there was more to Book of Boba Fett because I really have come, and especially at the end. So I'm just gonna skip all the way to the end, and that last scene with them just like standing there, and it's just like the gangs all together. Um, I was like, man, I wish I like. I would want to see more of these guys get into shit. Like, I want them to mess around and just want them to I want to see more of it. I want to see Boba and his gang of merry misfits just trample around Tatooine causing. You will. Causing I mean, trouble. there's no way they're just going to like, oh, and they all lived happily ever after. Well, like They're going to bring them into other content. Yeah, of course, especially with the way they ended. Did you see the end end scene? Yeah, with Cobb Van. Okay. Yes, I did. And the uh, the modder. So is Cobb. Cobb's going to get some modifications. Cobb's going to be all robotic. Just don't touch his face. He's way <laughs> He's too so handsome. Pretty. Just don't touch his well, face. He got shot in the heart. So I feel like he should be OK in his facial region. I'm just saying, don't touch his face. He, he's Timothy Oliphant's just a wonderfully looking man. So why the hell do you think that Luke was a bitch and sent Grogu in a starfighter by himself with an astromech and didn't do the job himself? You think he's too scared of going back home to Tatooine? Could be that, or it could be he just didn't have the time. He's like got he's other been, stuff to yeah, do. Yeah, what, his android? He's just too busy watching his androids build his temple? I mean, it's Luke. He's, at the end of the day, he but is I kind of I want to join the sometimes. rebellion! Oh. Yeah. Look at him through the, the original trilogy. He's a whiny bitch most of the time until the third movie. Uh, so, but, you know, but you put a toddler in an X-Wing! R2 was there. R2 was outside the X-Wing. What if he needed a diaper change? R2 took okay, care so of Okay, so I'm going to tell you, I was fully expecting to see just blue puke all over the cockpit when she opened it up and he was inside. That's what I was waiting my, for. I was waiting for the... the my, speaking of Mo, uh, Molly... Uh, Mo, no, Pet... What is her name? Peli Motto? Is that her name? Right? Is it, wait, the actress's name is Molly, though, isn't it? No, it's uh, Amy Sedaris. Darn it, Kevin. Motto, right? It's the last time I believe you when it comes to a Pelly name. Motto, thank you. Okay, I got her name really confused. Anyway, I said Molly. my favorite thing is the the the, uh, the little relationship growing between Pelly and the uh, mayor's assistant. Yeah. Wait, is that the- who I think is now going to be the mayor when we go back to Tatooine? You think we're going to go back to Tatooine, Kevin? You don't think we're ever going to check in on Boba and everybody? No, again? we'll definitely check back in, but I hope it's not soon. I hope it's not during Mando. If you don't introduce a Wookiee like Black Chrysanthemum and just leave I know it there. that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like for them to not do a second season of Book of Boba Fett would be weird because like they might like, like Black Chrysanthemum's there and and we've really come to enjoy Boba and and we've got Fennec and then we've got the Power Rangers and so it's like it's really fun. I really feel like, like, I feel like this could have been just a pilot and they wanted to see what would happen, but like everyone loves Boba Fett and I've really come to enjoy Boba Fett. They've got to give him another season, dude. It was so good. That's what they did with Visions. They just put it out there and saw what the reception was. And I guarantee you they're already working on season two of Visions. I absolutely love when he's walking down the street and everyone's bowing at him. He's just like, I don't think I was made for this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's just like, no, this is working out for you, dude. Yeah, it is. It is the uh, um, my favorite scene in the entire episode is um, Fennec's. Uh, well, there's two. 
It's Fennec's murder scene at the end. Oh my god, dude! I can't. Where she, she showed just, you how good of an assassin she, just she is. She hung him. The mayor's just his his big old club feet are just dangling in the shot. It was so good, and nobody ever saw her. No, she killed everybody without them knowing it was her. It was so awesome. Everybody. God, Mulan was, is so badass. Dope. And then the uh, second favorite part was um, Grogu. Uh, you thought he was, you know. Dis- dismantling or crushing the uh oh, he just wanted Scorpinec. a toy <laughs> yeah he just wanted the ball i was like that is the whoever had the idea for this scene has more than one child <laughs> and understands <laughs> the brain of a child and how they work because that is oh, you couldn't toy. have picked a more real scenario than that like oh toy thank you i really and i'm gonna go worry about myself now the 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 putting the rancor to sleep and then taking a nap next to the rancor was that was adorable so cute is he a Beastmaster then? Um, I think he's just, I think that's just a force attribute. I think he's just. Right, but one of the four specializations is being a Beastmaster. Mm, I don't think so. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that because like Obi-Wan was able to do that. And Cal and um, um, uh, Ezra could do that. It's a rancor though. That's a big mother. Yeah, I mean, that's a, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like they're like. Oh, Ezra did it with the spiders. Yeah, but they're like babies. Like if you really think about it, I think a rancor is just like a big toddler. I think that's why Grogu and and the rancor got along because they're essentially like mentally at the same level. Fair. Yep. I felt bad for the rancor. It kept getting shot. Oh my god. Yeah, but look how like it didn't really affect it though. It just that made was it like, angry. Well, they talked about it. they talked about how like mere blaster bolts just like are just deflected off its skin. Um, but that entire ring, like all of that was really cool. I had a, there was a bit of Godzilla that was in there or, um, King Kong. Oh my gosh. And Godzilla. When she's up there and she's like, like throwing off the tower. I was like, that's very, that's very King Kong esque. Um, they brought back the return of the Jedi, um, scene where she eats, uh, when the Rancor eats the, um, the Gamorrean, they just did it with, uh, with the, uh, um, what's the, the pike. Pike. Yeah. Um, Much of that was really fun. And then also showing that even, uh, a Rancor bite couldn't penetrate through Beskar was really cool. Um, the Rancor, when it was fist fighting with the Scorpionic, <laughs> that was Godzilla. Very like, Godzilla. It was very. Oh my god. Um, uh, what's the uh, what's the the kaiju's versus the the mechs? Yep. Yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, that's what that felt like. One hundred. The way that they framed it, even the even the the rate and the pace at which they were hitting yeah, each other. Very anim- I was like, Oh my yeah, God, Japanese. this is a Godzilla movie. Yeah. The, like the, the level of detail in that fight, like that must've been, I honestly, okay. So I have to say, I think ILM went balls to the wall in the past two, two episodes. ILM did, did all of the, so, okay. So let's talk about, you wanted to, you, you brought up last week's episode. We didn't bring up, um, cause I didn't, I don't think anyone knew this going in, going, coming out of last week's episode, but all of Luke, I thought it was the same technique that they used from season two of Mando, where it was Mark Hamill. They de-aged him and everything. Nope. No, it was a body double and everything was AI. Yep. It was full on. They full on deep faked Mark Hamill's face onto a body double. And then they, they AI synthesized his voice, every line that came out of Luke last week's during last week's episode was done by AI because they were able to take all of Mark Hamill's original, some of his original readings of an audiobook. They got him during uh, radio interviews. They got some of the original script reading or table readings from some of the Star Wars uh, movies, and they compiled all of those audio files 
and just fed it to an AI and it spat out a script. It's how terrifying is that? It's terrifying. It's definitely going to be used a lot more in the future, especially with um, bringing actors back from the dead, uh-huh. um, using people that maybe have gotten too old. Uh, people are like, oh, it's going to replace acting. No, I don't think it'll it. ever. Re- yeah, I mean, you're going to get, for instance, I watched Blade Runner over the weekend. Um, and then when you go to Blade Runner 2049, Harrison Ford's an old man, but they did flashbacks. And there's actually one scene where um, they bring Rachel back uh, from the original Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Those are the types of things that they're going to use right. that for so they can make sure that it's accurate to the original source material. Um, I don't think you're going to see AI actor. You may see AI actors and actresses. Let me rephrase. That may happen, sure. but I don't think it will be in abundance and the norm. It, you're never going to be able to replace an actual actor. Like the amount of work they right. had to do to build like what, 10 minutes of or 15 minutes of, of screen time for Luke is, a, is was probably a lot of work for them. Um, so, and on top of that, they have to have something to base it on. Right. Exactly. Again, they had all of this old data all of these audio files and stuff like it was it took years of compilation to to build out what they needed so still it's a lot of work but to my point is that i think ilm just went balls to the wall because even if you watched um in this week's episode a lot of the flying and the destruction and all of that it w- it looked so good it looks it Maybe. just looks so intense and i bet you when we go back and look at how they did like cad bane i bet you a lot of that was also done a, with 3d modeling and whatnot and still it looks like they're getting close to that looked like makeup to me at certain scenes it looked really really good uh cad bane might have been partially animatronic I, though with those green screen patches that they use i believe it too dude like i yeah i wouldn't be surprised they do there is a baseline with star wars where you do need to use practical so you don't turn into the prequel trilogy whatever type of whatever type of magic they're doing i'm just i just have to say that they are just they're it's a combination of they're both. killing it's, it it's a base it's a baseline of practical effects masked with some cgi to give it polish but then also like the flying like watching mando and boba just fly around like that, that was fun it, but it looks so seamless like it looked like everything going just from from them jumping up and flying around and coming back down it was just it just felt so good and um, I just I just noticed that a lot this week. And then now knowing what they did last week is just I'm I am so excited for the future of what visually what Star Wars is going to look like, because the things that we've always dreamt of seeing come to life now have the opportunity to live and breathe, which is really, really cool. Yeah. And and the the machine is moving now, if that makes sense. Like it took years for Disney to get this kick started and they had to find their cadence. They know that the Disney Plus series is what we want oh, combined with animation. And then they'll drop movies every so often and then they'll supplement with video games. Yeah. They figured out the, the formula. Now it's moving. And like all of these shows are now going to come out. New shows are going to get announced at, at Celebration in May. Um, it's just the, the machine's going to keep going. And uh, it's exciting. Uh, you know, you're going to you're going to see. Probably the next Star Wars trilogy would be not part of the Skywalker saga, obviously, uh, or in that era. And I think they'll announce something this year. So everything's moving and we're going to get so much new content coming in the next few years. It's in my opinion, once again, I'll say it: there has never been a better time to be a Star Wars fan. Is it weird that I don't want another Star Wars movie? Um, 
you don't want another trilogy in the Skywalker saga. But no, I mean, like, I don't want the two hour sit down format. Like, I, I really, really enjoy these episodic shows. I do, too. They and tell, that's where they're going to they do tell them. such an amazing flushed out story. Right. It's essentially a, you got a, a six hour movie out of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, but. There will always be movies. Yeah. There's just money to be made there in a different way. It just flows um, so well, man. Like just just thinking about it. And it just like like you said, the pacing's great. Like this episode from start to finish, like it was just a really fun. Like I I haven't laughed that much during Star Wars in a while. Like it was just constant chuckles and <gasps> wow. Oh, ha 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 ha. Like it was just like it was just like it was just this it was a really good pace. It just felt so good. And like and and that's why I think that's a part of why I'll miss it because Wednesday mornings waking up and turning on Boba Fett has like has been really fun. And it's the same way with Mando, like waking up Friday mornings and watching Mando was really fun. And and someone yeah. tweeted at me this morning. They said, like, that's the like I think that's what Disney has come to learn is that people are hooked and people are just like this is becoming a part of like it's like Saturday morning cartoons at this point. Right. And it's to them, it's going to be more important to push out animated and live action. Um, but movies will movies are going to be the basis because here's why. Not everyone is watching the Disney Plus. Oh, shows. Sure, of course. You know, it takes a lot to get my son to sit down and watch that many episodes of a live action. But if I say we're going to watch Star Wars, he'll watch the movie and be done with it and move on with his life. So they know their demographic. They have the data to support it. The live action is feeding a new fan base. That's for it's sure. Bringing people in. It's bringing new fans in and it's feeding the folks that want more, you know, even the shitlords that want to say otherwise. Yeah. Um, so because you all know they watch it, too. Uh, so the movies will always exist. I guarantee you we're going to get another trilogy announcement this year. Um, probably Old Republic would be my guess. Man, that would be so dope. <laughs> exactly. See, I say that your your whole outlook on it changes. Uh, and how many people have been saying that for years? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting to see, um, and and just the way it's going to grow. And leading into, and, and I don't mind talking about this a little sooner than I anticipated. Um, the uh, Obi Wan show leaking for a May release date. Yeah, yeah, because the 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 copyright was filed. Yes. Um. Yeah. That's. I think that's. I mean, like it. It's a good. It's a good pace. I mean, I don't know what we have between now and then for Disney Plus. I think there's a Marvel show that's slated, so it'll be a little bit of downtime. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty quiet. But I mean, High Republic just had one book. The second book came out. Uh, they're for, forging forward with the comics. You have the War of the Bounty Hunters comics. Oh no, I was I, mean, I was talking I wasn't talking about Star Wars content. I was thinking from a oh. from a Disney Plus con like slating of content. Um like what like why they'd want to put it in May and not sooner. Um Oh that's all uh, my guess my guess would be what I said to you. You think May the fourth? You think they'll you think drop May it on May the fourth? Or at celebration they'll go and the first episode of Obi Wan is live now. Yeah, smart. I think yeah, if one it's, of those two. If it's for May. May the fourth would make make the most sense, and they can really hype. The I shit agree. Out of that. I see that more than I see celebration because maybe it will end well, like the final episode would be during celebration. Yeah, that or we get a teaser of Ca of Cassian or get uh, Andor uh, at the uh, during celebration because that's already that's already finished uh, filming, isn't it? That's supposed to be the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. So I would assume we'd get a teaser for for Andor. Yep, and then they're filming uh, Acolyte now. Yeah, 
Uh, and then yesterday news broke that Rupert Friend from Homeland will be playing the Grand Inquisitor in Obi-Wan. So I never saw Homeland, so I don't know who the heck that is. I know who he is from some other stuff. I've, I also have never seen Homeland, but everyone that's watched Homeland said he's phenomenal in it. Uh, so I'm going to take their word for it. Uh, he does have the look for it, so I'm on board. Um, I still think, because we had some tweets going back and forth with some of you, and thank you, we enjoy it. Trust me. As long as it's respectful, nice discourse, I have no problem shooting the shit with you and having a good time over social media. Um, I still maintain that the Inquisitors are going to be the ones that lead Ahsoka to Obi-Wan somehow. Sure. Uh, yeah. Think about it. Think about it. I but smart. yeah. And then uh, I love all the people trying to trace the dark saber for you to figure it out. And it's just like a mad mess. Because oh, that's we have really, so many oh, that's gaps. really, that was really funny. That was a fun little tweet thread. Oh, uh, like trying to figure out who, who, who got but what. No one can. Cause there's too many gaps. There's in way the, too many uh, gaps. Yeah. No one really knows. Yeah. It'll be really interesting. Um, they really like, they, they they leave it very open with with the the ending of Book of Boba Fett. Like we have no idea oh, what's what's gonna happen with in that. In my head, I was like, and off to Mandalore we that's go. That's what I thought, but they like they don't. That's not what he said. I don't know what they're gonna do. They just he just hits the hyperdrive and just boosts away. That made me laugh too because Hunter makes me do that in my car. <laughs> go fast, go fast. Daddy, put it in sport. Put it in sport mode. <laughs> so that made me laugh because that was cute. Um. Yeah, I I uh I think yeah, we're not off to Mandalore like probably the first episode. They have groundwork they're going to have to lay. What what um, what is left? What groundwork do we have left to put down? Where's Bo? I don't know, being a whiny bitch somewhere. Oh, you can get the dark saber. Do you, you feel bad man. saying I that? I do cuz Katie is Cause, so cuz Katie's so nice. She's so sweet. <laughs> She's so she's so nice. Um, yeah, I feel terrible saying that, but yeah, no, Bo Katan's being a bitch. And I didn't win this, you know, I have to go beat him in combat. Yeah. Yeah, I I if you think about it, Mopey. everything we theorized about like how does Krogu survive the attack on the temple? Does he come back? Da, 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 da. Does it matter now? They- they used Boba to hit the reset button. Yeah, but okay, here's the whole Luke thing. I really thought Luke was going to give us more answers, but Luke just threw him away like a like a stepchild. He's just like, I don't want you Luke anymore. Luke doesn't want to train someone with attachments. <sighs> the amount of people that have tweeted me memes about uh, with Obi-Wan going, uh, uh, what's, what's the line about the Sith? They deal in absolute. Only Sith deal in absolute. And then it's Luke with the, <laughs> Luke is like, either choose this one or this one. <laughs> The amount of those tweets that I've gotten this week have been phenomenal, but they're right. Dave and John are looking at all the memes just like shit. They're right, though. When when Obi-Wan's like, only a Sith deals an absolute. And then Luke's like, Grogu, you must choose the shirt or the blade. Like, why can't true? It's right. He's right, though. 100 percent right. Like he don't. Yeah. Like you can't you can't do that. You can't choose one or the other. Well. I think there's more story. He's trying to teach attachment. And so that's the one thing that people forget is that there's a big difference. And I I was watching a couple of people on TikTok talk about this very thing about how like about Obi-Wan's, you know, talking about absolute and where Luke is talking more so in the sense of like attachment where like people can where like when when Obi-Wan loved Duchess Satine versus Anakin trying to keep Pad like being selfish and keeping Padme alive. Like there's a difference between like 
like never wanting to let go. And then, but like being able to love something and being able to let go. And like that, I think that's what Luke was trying to teach Grogu at that moment is like, you can still like, you will have this forever, but in order to do this one thing, you have to let go. So like, I, I get it. And I thought it was really funny, but I, th- I think, I think from Luke's point of view, as much as I want him to be an edgy little Sith Lord right now, I don't think that's the case. I don't think so either. But I, I just, really, uh, but I really do like the idea of Luke being a really edgy Sith Lord because I even made the point. Why do you think he's wearing the black robes right now? I mean, he wears that in. Uh, I think he's playing around the dark side a little bit, Kevin. I think so. He always, but he he's always looked at it. I think he's. I think he's playing with. I it. I mean, if he does, I go think into he knew that side. his dad had some weed in the in the side drawer and he didn't want to touch it. And then he touched it. If he does go for the dark side stuff, that does support the the legends theory or not theories, but legends stuff where he he. I actually for a had bit. a lot of people messing around with the idea that the Luke that was training Grogu was not the real Luke. That's the clone. Yeah, they think it's the clone. Be years before we get answers on I that. Know, so get- but that's what people were mentioning. Like last, I I saw some comments last night on my post. I was like, "Well, why do you think he's wearing the black? He's wearing black robes." And someone's like, "I think it's because he's the clone." And I was like, "Oh, here we go." What if? Imagine. Uh, it's it's entirely possible. People have have broken down that theory. Uh, the clone angle is the is one of the major focuses. Uh, in the Disney versions of Star Wars, the end of Bad Batch, uh, the idea that whoever took Grogu from the temple did it for Palpatine because Palpatine was trying to, you know, continue his experiments so he could find a way to live forever. Um, it all adds up. It's not too foreign. You know why? If if Palpatine could get Luke's hand, which is now canon. Yeah. Why wouldn't he try and clone Luke so he could have a shell? When he died, I read a whole thing on Palpatine's fear of death and how he was pouring into the ancient Sith to learn the ways that they survived for so many centuries. Uh-huh. So Do it you, all makes sense. Okay, so to your point of starting off season three with Mando, not just going balls to the wall at Mandalore. Yeah. Do you think the beginning of season three is going to actually divert a little bit towards the whole cloning stuff? Mm. Mm-hmm. they have answers they have to to tell because we had the facility yeah there's a on. lot and that was the beginning of season two yeah and then and then obviously the stuff from season one with the guy from camino right and that's so always been and that's always been at the beginning of the seasons the cloning stuff's always the beginning and then we get into the meat and potatoes at the end so maybe that's it kevin maybe the beginning of season three we'll get another another puzzle piece thrown at us and then we get to insert it halfway through the season we're like aha i get it now and then off the mandalore hmm maybe hmm Hmm. because the ending because the ending of book of boba fett doesn't get there was still like no aha moment as to what we were gonna do like we we got the we got the we we understand that there's bad blood between between Bo. In the armorist. Right. Because we know that they both came from um what's the planet? Um Charge of the Sea. 
Can't think of it. Anyways, we both know that they're from there. But I don't know anything. But other than that, other than I know that she comes from a sect of the of Death Watch. And that we, we know that that they're from that. And Dutch is in. Oh, you're talking about the moon of Concordia? We're talking. Yeah, because. Yeah. So she's from Concordia. We know that's the moon of of Mandalore. That's the moon of Mandalore. We know that Bo is from Concordia, right? I mean, she was on Concordia was hiding. I wouldn't say no, because I'm I'm trying from Mandalore. I'm trying to figure out watches. I'm trying to figure out how these two would know each other. And I was through Death Watch. Death Watch's HQ was on Concordia. Right. I know that part. So but how does but. Why would the armors not? So the only reason why the armors wouldn't like Bo-Katan is because she is of House Priest and not Vizsla. Well, well it le- no, it leads to the theory you sent me this week that the armor is Rook Cast. Rook Cast is Gar Saxon's right hand. Um, See, I didn't read through it. And so I saw it. And I was like, Kevin might like this. And then I didn't. I forgot to read through it. Well, I'm glad the, you read it. The, the theory is this, is that Rook Cast survives uh, everything at the end of, uh, that oh, part of I did read through, Rebels. I did read through that. So she was the right hand man of, of, uh, what's his face? Gar Saxon. Of Gar Saxon. And then, right. And then, oh, that could be her. Yeah. So if Rook, if Rook is the armor, it makes perfect sense because Gar Saxon. Do you think that's why she doesn't is, take her helmet off? Possibly. Cause she's in hiding. Possibly. <gasps> oh, she basically think about it. She started a cult. She did start a cult after she was a part of a cult. That's usually how cults start. And she did it in the name of like the ancient ways of Mandalore about not removing your helmet. And all well, because that, that's that, what that, death. That. I mean, that's essentially what death watch is about. Right. And then that's why Bo would know her because they fought against each other. Uh, <sighs> that's so good. God, that's a good theory. No, it's an excellent theory. It makes sense. And it's a great one for like the. St- it's not something that they would ever be like, oh, look, it's Rook Cass because half the people that watch stars be like, who? Yeah, it's looking at me like, who is that? But the super fans like you who are listening to this podcast because you want more information, it makes perfect sense. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I am on board with that theory. I have no issues with it. It, it Gar it Saxon's still another person. And we don't actually know what happened to him. Nope. We have no clue. We don't know. We don't know where he ends up. We could bump into him. He might be uh, on Mandalore. Yeah, we could bump into oh, him. Could you imagine if he I tried for a third if, time to take it over? <laughs> Well, even what if he re, what if we meet him and he's regretful? Oh, he's like this really sad hermit. Yeah, like he destroyed he destroyed his planet, I'm his people, and his con- quest to con- conquer it. Like, could you imagine? He'll be older now. Yeah, too. He'd be, like, yeah, he'd be very old. Years? Uh, well, so so we met him right before the beginning of episode four, and it's twenty years. Sorry, it's five years after that. So yeah, so it's been, and he was in Clone Wars too. So, yeah, he's yeah, got to be he's, old. He's probably, he's probably like in his 50s. Yeah, I would say that's a, like late 40s, early. So he's not that old. Hey, he's still be, but, okay, all right. There's a difference between like old, like for us, and Star Wars old. Because Boba Fett, I was trying to do the math on Boba Fett today. And Boba Fett would be about, he'd be like his like early 40s. And like Tamora is definitely older than that. Um, Obi- oh, yeah, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, like they're saying that tattooing ages people. I don't like that. I hate that in Star Wars. I hate they're just like, oh, yeah, this planet just makes you older. Okay. I mean, what if what if we had you live in the desert for a year? I think you would your dashing good looks would be uh, damaged. It wouldn't make a 50 year old man look like he's 80. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the desert is a harsh place. <laughs> it's good. 
It's very good, Kevin. So, I don't know. But yeah, Gar is, is, you know, look at Sabine's mom. She's probably in her late 50s, and she's a freaking badass. Yeah, she's awesome. So, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise God, me. So yeah, I mean, we could meet. We could meet. For all we know, there's a remnant of the Empire still holding on to Mandalore, too. Do you think... Do you think we'll get any more tie-in? I was really hoping we were going to get one more Thrawn tie-in at the end of Boba Fett. I was just, I was really, really No, hopeful. it didn't make sense for Boba I, Fett. I know. I was just hoping that like the Pikes would say something or just somebody would, would know something, a whisper. I was just, I was just, there's, um, just, just a little there's bit. There's a theory that the current thing that they're building towards with all of these is basically the idea that for between the trilogies, so like post aftermath leading into seven uh-huh. is that Thrawn is basically the Thanos of everything Shut happening right up, now, dude. Oh, like he's pulling the strings left and right. That's who that um, makes no Moff sense. Gideon though. was reporting to like it, it. If you think of the way the empire crumbled and the vacuums of power that kept cut popping up and popping up, but that doesn't. It, it still doesn't make sense for Thrawn's character. Like that's like is I love. I, oh, that much I don't know. That's in, the, in prob- the Disney sense. That's the hard part, though, is that like Thrawn's character doesn't give him the ability to become this superpower villain. Like he needs someone. He 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 answers to to someone else. So unless unless the Chiss ascendancy said, okay, time to roll out there and take it over, then then I think Thrawn would be like, okay, okay. What if it what if it is with the intention to benefit the Chiss Ascendancy in the same way that people, you know, joke Thanos did nothing wrong. Thanos's plan. You hear it and you go, okay, I understand why he's saying this. Okay, but the theory. Okay, so so after watching Immortals, I have a new theory. I have a theory with Thanos. Oh, I haven't watched Eternals. Okay, yet. so when you watch Eternals, let me know. And I'm like, I think Thanos, I think you're right. I think someone was pulling Thanos' strings. I think there was something more to it because he was trying to stop something. Anyways, I think, I think with Thrawn, the only way f- for him to be the person who's like pulling all the strings there is that, yes, he saw that there was a uh, an, uh, an opportunity for the Chiss Ascendancy to expand farther than the Unknown Regions. The, the best villains drag you in just enough. Like Palpatine, he's pure evil. Like yeah, but he's that's just the whole evil. thing is I don't think Thrawn is a bad guy. That's the point. But that's the whole thing that's is what like I'm trying you, to say. You read through all when these you books, sit, he's just not a bad guy. When you watch The Dark Knight Rises, okay, or Returns, mm-hmm. and the hospital scene, and Joker goes through his spiel, do you leave that going, oh, he's not wrong? Yeah, but you still know he's a bad guy. But is he? Because everything he just said was very true. I mean, like, okay, so at the end of the day, that's Star Wars as a whole. It's all about the lens you look through. It's all about perspective. Right. And that's, that's, that's the best villains are the ones that make you question whether they're even a villain or but not. That's right. Because that's Thrawn. But yeah, but Thrawn, but you know that Thrawn is, 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 he is under someone's command. That's the whole thing is that like with the Joker or even like with like, even with Thanos, even if no, even if my theory with Thanos wasn't right and Thanos was just on his own doing his own thing, like those guys were still in it for own personal gain. The problem with Thrawn is he has nothing to gain. But what? What? Well, no, that's not true. What does he have Again, to gain? If the if the logic is this, me taking over the Empire will will benefit the Chiss Ascendancy or the remnants of the Empire, 
and it makes the chest stronger, which is core. Even in Legends, that's Thrawn's goal at all times. Right. So I still don't think that makes him a bad person. Exactly. You're literally proving me right. I don't understand our argument, Kevin. He's not like I just, we're not arguing. You're no, no, you, no, I'm the, taking I think you the, down the path. I think the argument is though is that is he is he the villain? Is he like the overall like overarching like villain of here? Of let's this use a galaxy? different word. I don't know. The antagonist <sighs> versus the Republic, which is would be, always be the protagonists. Yeah, but I think we're looking at it as like I think it's too binary with him. Like I think it's like it's good and evil, and like the whole po- exactly that's what makes it awesome. But the whole point of Star Wars is that they're getting away from good and evil. Exactly, that's why it makes more sense. Right, that's what I think. I think I so the whole thing works. I still think there's more to it, though. I still think I think he's a neutral third party. I don't know about that. I think there's more. I think there's more to it than that. I don't I don't I still don't think that he is doing all of this na- all of this bad shit because he thinks the, I don't because he thinks the emperor is dead and he's trying to take it over. I still don't think that the things that are going on now no, is is something that Thrawn would do. Listen, hear me it's out. Too chaotic. I, I think he I think he knows the emperor's alive, which would be more in line for that, why no, he that would, would make do sense. Like that would make sense because he knew that the guy was going to come back regardless. He was in the inner circle. You don't think he was part of the contingency plans? The emperor trusted uh, him above almost everyone yes else. Yes, no, man. There was a lot of there was a lot of doubt with with Thrawn and the emperor. Um, I mean, that's also the emperor and everyone else. Yeah, the emperor his. didn't really trust anyone, but he had people that knew his plan. Sure, to a certain degree. Well, he, think about it. The emperor would tell so and so part A, and then he yeah, exactly right. He break it up B. into pieces. Right. So Thrawn was obviously one of those pieces. Maybe I don't know the, the the story. The story, the story of Thrawn in current time ends in book form right before he shows up in Rebels, and so the rest of Thrawn's story and his relationship with the Emperor kind of just like falls apart. So we don't really know like where the Emperor is in relations to Thrawn as far as trust. Um, For instance, that's the hard part is because when we leave the him, of- there's a lot of doubt. At the end of Aftermath, the way Gallius Rax talks makes me believe that he knew everything. Well, I mean, Rax was Rax was also he was like confused and crazy. Well, Rax thought that he, he was being given the Empire, but I still think he knows that Palpatine was off on Exegol. You know, biding his time. Mm. But in the interim, Rax was like. You know, it's all mine and I'm going to use Sloan as a puppet. That's my point. Um, <coughs> anyway, huh. back to the episode. I know, dude. Now I'm just <coughs> I get so get so we caught deviated. up in it. Sorry, chat. Um, I'm trying to think what other parts of the episode because it was an action heavy episode. It was super, action, it was heavy super action heavy. And like, that was the one part that was like super fun and still kind of like, ah, oh, I wish there was a little bit more meat to it. Um, oh, well, Cad Bane's dead. <laughs> I was so st- we didn't talk about that, <laughs> dude, when he stabbed him, I was like, well, now he's dead because no one knew what happened to him. Everyone was like, oh, what if he's alive? What if he's dead? Nobody knows. And Bo- I love uh, that entire stand down between him, uh, between Boba and Cad was great because it, they, they, they gave a nod to Cad Bane knowing Boba since he was a boy, which is the nod to Clone Wars, uh, the this animated series, lesson. which I thought was really cool um, because Cad Bane kind of like 
he was a part of that gang that was helping raise Boba Fett in honor of Django because everyone like really honored and, and, and looked towards Django. And so they, they, they took Boba under their wing to take care of him. And I liked that part. I was like, this is your final lesson. And I was like, Oh, this is, I really thought he was going to bite it. I was like, maybe this is it for Boba Fett. This is how they do it. They just like, they both die. And I'm really glad that he got to, to honor the, uh, the sand people, uh, with his, uh, Gabby stick. Well, keep in mind too that uh, Cad's the one that put the the dent in the helmet too. Yes, in an unaired episode of uh, Clone Wars. Okay, so okay, so there's some conflict there though. Is that I saw that, but then the dent from the dent on the helmet is supposed to come from Clone Wars when Obi Wan kicks Jango in the head. While they're fighting on Camino, and the scene is when he like takes his the heel of his boot, clunks him in the head, and somehow he's able to dent Beskar. Beskar. Um, also, a blaster bolt shooting him in the head. If it's Beskar armor, it shouldn't have dented it either. So there's a lot of inconsistencies with the uh, with that. <laughs> not sure. Not sure what if someone said it was Obi Wan's force imbued boot that did it. And uh, others think that it was uh, Cad Bane's super strong blaster bolt that did it. So they haven't confirmed it. No one has confirmed how that dent got there. I like the Cad Bane theory. I think the force imbued boots really good. I like Cad Bane because who knows if anyone knows how to put something in their blaster that can go through or at least dent Beskar. But nothing. But but a lightsaber can't even dent Beskar. What if it's like a one shot material, Tim? Uh, What? Beskar? No. Other Beskar? Do you think he just shot a Beskar slug at him? I didn't say breach. I said dent. That's what I'm saying. He shot a Beskar slug at him. Maybe. It's just flat. Just hit him right in the head like a penny. I'm surprised they haven't like or uh, canonized that in comics somehow. What? Is that something they would put in a comic? I would. I would like to get a clone like a like a John Wick style Star Wars comic. Like, like, I, like, I would love like a Fennec comic, and it's all about her just like doing John Wick stuff, going around assassinating people. And Did you watch ass. the Gennady Tartakovsky cartoons yet? The what? The the old Clone Wars ones. It's been, on... it's been a while. It has been a long time since I've watched those. I haven't watched those. Them again. Are very like Samurai Jack meets John Wick. Oh, that'd be sick. See, I would, I would, yeah, I'd love to watch more of that. See, we need another, we need another um, visions. We'll get. They're going to do a season. I would. Two I would hope so. I really enjoyed that. Well they, well, they they talked about just doing a full thing of of the ninth Jedi, which I think would be fantastic. That was on the table. Yeah. If we get if we get a ninth Jedi, like an actual true story, is going to be so cool because that's so far into the future that people have forgotten about the Jedi and the ways. I the still force. don't think it would be canon. I think it would really. Be an I think that'd timeline. be so sick yeah. if it was canon. Yeah. No. I think. I think it'd be an alter. I think anything from Visions will remain alter after reading the Ronin book. I think I think they will make content from them, the ones they like, but I don't think they will canonize them. Oh, but that's what but I'm I saying. It's like if they take it establishes a multiverse. Oh, see, that's dangerous. Is it? That's it, it dangerous the multiverse for Star Wars. exists. We know that exists it's in Star dangerous Wars. Dangerous for Star Wars. I don't think you tap into the multiverse the same way you would with Marvel, where you open it up. But having like instances where the veil of the force may be like. You can cross paths. But and look how confusing that's been. They they haven't given any any type of material as to how this thing works. 
then they just like quickly well, introduce that, supposedly it Supposedly that one game that's coming out with the female lead mm-hmm. is not canon. That's so confusing. Yeah, so they're making a not canon game. Uh, I mean, okay. So, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's Star Wars, which is cool. Makes me happy. But at the same point, for someone like me who really enjoys understanding timelines and history and like knowing what's going on in, in the universe, that gets confusing. No, it, it, I mean, I mean, that was what happened with Legends in EU. You had three different splintered timelines that different things happened to the people that you know very well. So you have to set very um, clear rules. And, and they can if they're the ones dictating the timeline. That's what I'm saying. You know, so visions, I think, will always anything from visions will exist outside of the will exist under the vision. Think of it. Oh, from no, a business I, perspective I agree too. with you. I'm just saying that, like, if they took the material from the ninth Jedi, this idea of of these people who lost their way in the future a long, long time from like, from now. I think that's really cool. That was all. They have to flesh out the past before they go in the future. Do they, though, if they go so far into the future and they're just like a lot like the High Republic in the sense of like they they have no idea what's going on in this timeline. So you can just do whatever you want. I think it's that same idea is like, but they already have two other timelines where they're doing that. Sure. Yeah. I, I think they just like the idea of knowing what Not timelines, but, but everything's time, always in the past. We've always time. gone backwards. We've never gone forwards in time. So like, I think that's the idea. They want to save forward for, for movies. Hmm. That's how they move forward. And then they supplement with other material. Like the next trilogy when John Boyega and Daisy Ridley and everyone make nicey nice with Disney, it's probably like 10 years in the future after this. And, you know, so, and they'll age them in real time, et cetera, et cetera. So you think they'll, they'll, they'll try to redo what they did with the original trilogy cast for a new trilogy? Oh, hundred percent. You don't think that'll happen within like, yeah, sure. I mean, like, I mean, it so? makes sense. It's the way that you can, like, it's, the, it's how you pass the torch off. Exactly. So you, you just keep telling stories, but, they're future-proofing the the brand with the other um, spaces in time, like the High Republic and the Old Republic. So it's not a foreign concept that they could go so far in the future that it wouldn't matter. But I also think that they won't jump the gun just yet. And I think Visions would remain as a Visions property. So Visions can stand alone as its own part of Star Wars in the same way that the Old Republic, the High Republic, and the current era the Skywalker era does. Does that make sense? Yeah. I agree with you hundred percent. Cause they, and if you want a visions full fleshed out story, that's not just an episode, read the Ronin book and you'll understand what I'm talking about. It has its own universe with its own rules. Um, you know, the Jedi are the empire in that, uh, the Sith are Ronin wanderers, uh, rebels. Um, but they use dark magic and they answer to a sorcerer. It's a whole thing. And it has a, the basic tenets of Star Wars, but it does not exist in this uh, universe that we're in now. So, again, a multiverse allows you to tell stories that don't necessarily stick with stick with the main timeline. But you don't have to have like multiverses converging like you do with Marvel. Right. But where it does get very confusing. Yeah, it just is as long as I have no problem with it, as long as they just continue to say, like, this is that, you know, and it's very, very clear that like they, like they do in, in what if, 
I think they do a really good job on what if of just saying like they really open it up with the idea of like this is just an idea if this was going to happen this is how we see it happening within this multi like they the, every time you open up you understand that this is a a what if scenario this is like there's there's no way that this could ever actually happen but think about it you know it's also the name of the show exactly and so it's like as long like visions visions make sense like it's a vision into what what could have happened or or maybe this might have happened but it didn't actually happen so as long as they continue to do that as if they continue to make content that isn't canon content as long as they continue to make sure that it's clear that this does not interact with the main star wars story at all i'm good just make it clear so that people just like, and actually, and this one thing that happened is like, oh, but okay, that wasn't, all right, that was a different universe. Do you understand? Exactly. I don't get it. You know, like, I, don't, I hate those arguments. People did that with Vision. Yeah, and the, the, those are the arguments that I hate. So, as long as they keep it, they, they make our job easy, I'm happy. And they, I mean, they have the playbook from Marvel, so they can pick and choose from that what they want to do. Agreed. So, it makes sense. You know who else does multiverse terrible DC? Yep. I have no idea what's going on there. I did. I did really enjoy their last show though. Which one? Uh, Peacemaker. Nope. The last movie they did with Peacemaker in it. Um, Oh, Suicide Suicide Squad. Squad. There you go. Oh, that was a masterpiece. It was so good. It was, it it was was fun. It wasn't memorable enough for me to remember the name, but it was fun. It was just really good dark humor. Yeah, it was. It was I mean, it was, it, was right. J- it was James Gunn who did Guardians of the Galaxy. So it was good. Um, I just, I, I think I'm just too much of a Marvel fanboy at this point, where I'm just like, I'm just so invested into that story. I mean, I don't blame you. Like DC, most DC content is, except for uh, animated, kind of sucks. Um, the what were? Where did this tangent stem from? Now I don't even remember. <sighs> I don't know, Kevin. We're this really is, trying this to is stay on happened. the episode, and we can't stay on the episode well, again. Be, because yeah, it was so action heavy. There just wasn't enough. There's not enough to really like wet our wit, like to get us for us to stay hungry. I think that's the one. What I what I wanted to say. There's nothing to really keep us hungry for uh, Mando season three. Uh, we know that it's going to come out at the end of the year. There was no teaser yep. for for any new show that's Star Wars related or any piece of Star Wars content at all in this. They couldn't really tease Obi-Wan. That's kind of impossible. Right, it would go backwards. You couldn't do... You already teased Ahsoka last episode. We showed off Luke. I mean, so, like, they they kind of, like... They kind of just, like, dropped the bomb last week to close up this week. So, we got, we got a really good season finale. I just... I would love for it to be a season finale and not a series finale. I, I would love to see... To kind of just, like, close up the episode. I just... I would love to see a season two for book of Boba Fett. I had a lot of fun. They left it open. They left it you open. Totally the way, pick the up way that they off. left off was like the gang's here and everyone's having a good time and everyone's getting along and Boba and chrysanthemums are hanging out and the kids are there. And then we got the sheriff off in the back to tank with can the I, modern. Can I ask you something? Yeah. When they put the different people around the city, mm-hmm. why was the wise play to put chrysanthemum oh. <laughs> in the Trandoshan <laughs> I don't, uh, sector of the city? I think Kevin just wanted to be able to say Trandoshan. Uh, while we were I did live partially um, but i yeah, also thought why, of that why was the wookie the like around the uh the creatures that hunt wookies for fun yeah i don't know yes. i'm not sure i don't know why that we, we thought that would be a good idea but i'm gonna tell you when all of the trandoshans got on top of the wookie i thought he was dead because i thought they were eating him it sounded like it, it looked like they were eating him you know fennec went and saved the mods she did not save chrysanthemum chrysanthemum saved himself mm-hmm 
And then, and then they continue to watch him pipes. get shot as he walks down the alleyway with with a bunch of pikes on top of him. They're like, oh, I hope he makes I think it. They were trying to cover him with fire. They and were doing Bobo nothing. Like, they were watching that man getting shot in the back. It's not a man. He's a Wookiee. They were watching the man Wookiee get shot in the back. Anyways, I I, I want more. Chris. I would watch a Chrysanthemum show with he's with so much no fun dialogue. Just him. Hanging I think out. he's fun because he's I, not oh, Chewbacca. I forgot to tell you one of the theories I read last night because people are like, who's going to show up to the battle? I actually did expect at least one cameo for the battle, but we didn't get any. Hooray. Um, One that someone dropped was Afra. Oh, that would have been Dr. Afra showing up. That would have been really interesting and oddly placed. Because she knows Chrysanthemum too. Yeah, yeah she does. Well. Yeah, they, they interact in the comic books. Yeah, so uh, someone was like, oh, maybe Chrysanthemum. No, you just can't in. drop Dr. Afra at the end of Book of Boba Fett. What? And wouldn't she be super old? Um, uh, no, no, she would. No, she wouldn't be super old because she was hanging out with Vader. So she's like, so okay, that would yeah, only no, put it like two or three years into the future. She's she's still doing her shit. I just don't know how her story ends or if her story does end. Well, I would assume not because she still has comic. She still has comics coming out. So yeah, I mean that would yeah, be no, sick. She, but you can't like nobody knows who Doctor Afra is unless you've read the book or read the comic. So you just can't like drop her on anybody on on a show without like flushing out that character at least introducing i mean her. that was similar to cad bane like danielle was walking out of the bathroom she's like who the hell is that and i was like oh yeah but enough was established I don't have time to tell right you. but enough was established between like that time and to the time he died to, for you to understand that there was a relationship with boba fett like i feel like at the like the where all the friends come to fight the pikes like that's the worst timing to introduce a brand new character especially a dope female lead like hello she needs her own show no, I- that's what I was going to say. She's eventually going to get her she own show. She needs her own show. She's so cool. She's literally Indiana Jones of Star Wars. Yeah, she's eventually going to get her own show. I would love that because that means we get to go dig through old Sith temples and whatnot. Yeah. Sith temples or, that or not me. Sith temples. Like she, she goes and she just, she explores a lot of, because there's more, there's more to Star Wars than just old Sith relics, which is fun. Yeah. Did you finish, um, Fallen Star. I am 30 minutes out from finishing that. I am right at the end. Okay. All right. So the big thing happened. Uh, which big thing? There's a couple big things that have happened. I'll let you finish and then we'll talk you mean about when it next the week. one becomes two. That big part or when people start getting turned into like husks like well I mean that happens the whole book yeah I mean like I don't I mean like so I mean, I'm still we'll talk about we'll talk about it next week we'll talk about it next week talk about it. I started Midnight Horizon you listen to these audiobooks Anytime. while you work out and stuff and I can't I can't stay focused on my reps so I I don't have as apparently don't have as much time as you to listen to audiobooks yeah I'm like blowing through them now it's great I think he does it while he's working you do it while you're working during the day no, I can't listen to an audiobook and work. So then that when do you do. get your audiobook time in? In the car a lot. Ah, you drive more than I do. Mm-hmm. I only drive to the like gym. This morning, back. I got 40 minutes getting from. Oh, Christ. Hunter yeah, School, you definitely office. get more, more audiobook time than I do. Banged nice. out two chapters in Midnight Horizon. That's nice. Um, Is it good? It's, it's not Mark. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this guy's not bad, though. He's, he's good. He's getting the job done. Um, but it's not Mark. Yeah. Huh. Uh, you may uh, you may uh, see Mark in a few months, Tim. Oh, is he coming to GCX? Maybe. Oh, Kevin, this is a perfect time to tease GCX. Hey, guys, if you're looking for an awesome gaming convention and also a vacation wrapped into one, you should head on over to GCXevent.com. 
and check out the amazing event that we have happening June 11th, 12th at the Rosen Shingle. It'd be really cool. Did you Tim, just ruin Alex, my bit? It'd be really oh. cool if Alex and Molly from Star Wars Explained came too. Kevin, I was doing an really ad. Cool. That'd be really cool if they came too. That was Tim. such a great ad. Wouldn't it be cool if they came too, Tim? Yeah, I guess. I mean, like that was a really, that was a really good ad. I'm I'm trying to tease more stuff. You could have let if me get to the end of the here. ad before you teased it. If you could work with me here about teasing the three people that I just see. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But you should go over to GCXevent.com and follow GCX on socials because there might be a much bigger Star Wars presence this year than there's ever been. Smile. Hi fans of star wars also so head on, on over note, to gcxevent.com and get your tickets today thank you for uh making star wars and scotch uh the top podcast on rare drop uh over the course of this uh book of boba fett we um have four x star listens <laughs> so thank you so much uh for doing that um and uh you know we do this even when there's no shows just so you know uh, like I said, we're going to talk about Fallen Star next week. I'm going to push Tim to read some more of the comics too, because there there's good shit in there. Um, I want to do War. I want to go through War of the Bounty Hunters with you. Uh, the comic book, the series. There's so yeah. much in there that you and I would enjoy, but you know, we got to kind of segment it out. Like this week, we're going to do these episodes and whatnot. So. Well, I feel like that's just um, going to be like okay. So if we're going to do that, I don't want to do an entire episode on a comic book. Or, no, or a book. You read so like what, seven so then or eight what of them. I would say is we no no no. We, what if we just do like a segment? What if we like have a segment every week where we bring up a comic book? Okay, we can do that, but we have to commit to reading the same one. Yeah, I agree. And so we tell chat, hey, by the way, our segment, our comic book segment of the week next week will be, and we'll spend fifteen minutes talking about it. So we don't spend an entire right. episode talking about a comic book. I'll talk to Paul about it. Make sure that we are both on the same page with what comic we're reading. I think we could start next week with that mystery one. I can't remember the name of it, but I'll, I, it's in our shared Marvel. Account. And then we get the and so That means that the listeners get involved and then it'll be a mm-hmm. whole thing. It'll be great. So we'll talk about Star Wars news. We'll have a comic book of the week. And then yep. when we get to the books. We you know we can do like a quick like 30 minute segment on a book. Yep. It'll be good. Chat. You'll love so it. So overall, before we get out of here. Book of Boba Fett as a series, yeah. as a complete series. Um, definitely part of my when I watch through all things Star Wars and chronological, because that's the only way I watch now. Purest uh, pure blood. What? Every time just you kidding. watch it, you just, just watch it all the way through in chronological in multiple sittings. I don't I don't see the issue. While you sit on your computer and play Swotor. <laughs> what what is wrong with my retirement <laughs> dream, Tim? Well he's what is wrong with my retirement dream? Sitting in his underwear eating funyuns. Yeah, and Bora Bora, my ass. <laughs> um, uh, what what what's your takeaway? I so I, I think I, so it was I give I give a great this part of the universe. Yeah, I give this uh, an eight out of ten. Uh, as far as like like a grade goes, um, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna take a point away for not getting enough Boba Fett. Um, I, I really I really wanted more Boba Fett. Um, so so yeah, I'm I'm docking a point for the not enough Boba Fett. And then uh, I'm going to I'm going to dock another point uh, for just not giving us enough lore. Uh, I think I think overall, a lot of these shows were fun and they gave some backstory. Um, But it's still just like for me, again, this is my just my stupid 
grading system. I think the show was phenomenal. I think it was super fun. Um, but they did such a great job. They left me wanting more. Two things. In this, the first stand down with Cad Bane, the one where they don't fight. Did Cad mention the Pikes killing the Tuscans just to get him to to fire? F- yeah. Or reach for his gun first? Yeah. Okay. 100%. He that. wanted he wanted to push him over the edge to get him to pull the trigger. How hilarious was it? And it, you totally knew it was happening when he was like, I'll write down my demands on the data pad and that send you out. was so funny. I love that actor. The, who, the guy who plays who the, was playing the, the Twilight. Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. He did so well. He he might he might be my favorite actor in the entire show. Well, I just love how he just brought it. He was like, well, in case you guys were wondering, I took schooling on Coruscant. <laughs> He's like, you can tell by my accent. Not to brag. I just I love I loved him. He was just he was so much fun. That and, and yeah. that's the thing is that they did such a great job with this episode of just continuously making me want to watch more. And that's why I'm so sad it's over is because like I, like I said during the show is that it's, it's like Saturday morning cartoons. Like I get excited to turn this on and I'm sad that now yeah. I have nothing to yeah. watch. Yeah. That's a really, that's a really good comparison. You keep dropping. Like it is like Saturday morning cartoons for adults. I, 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 will, I made I breakfast. Will. I made coffee. I was watching Boba Fett at six 30 this morning. I'm like I can. I got up at 10 to six just in case it was a long episode. <laughs> good move. Um, uh, freaking, Three things before we get out of here that you internet simps uh, were obsessed with going into this episode. Mommy's dead. Number one, mommy's dead. (laughs) Madam Garza did not. Garza died. As as someone described, I forget who it was on on Twitter, but they said, I hope that we see her beautiful hand reach out (laughs) through the rubble and Boba picks her out. So sorry. Did you see the the clip where it was the guy on TikTok? Tell me she's okay. It was the it was the clip from from Anakin episode three. Tell me she's okay. Yes. Yes. It was so good. You were like these fucking people when you sent me that. (laughs) The second thing is Max Rebo was not in the uh madame garza's place when it was attacked that does not mean that max rebo is not a terrorist syndicate he's not a terrorist you weirdos it might have just been his day off that's what i said i said i he just he just they don't play at night he's not a terrorist and third Cobb vanth he's fine oh he's alive and yeah he's very much alive i know many people worried about that and uh as long as they don't do anything to his face I think we all win. I don't think they're going to touch his face. You can't. He's Timothy Oliphant. My God. He's one of the most handsome men on the He's planet. He's very handsome. I'd be very, very disappointed if they, if they decided to give him like a cybernetic face. They're going to make face. him look like Kano for Mortal Kombat. Oh my God. Could you, well, could you imagine if he like turned into a character that we knew from like episode <laughs> seven or eight or nine? Like what did, what happens? And we're like, Oh, that's the guy. What happens if, hmm. I think for, for Mandalorian, we're probably done with tattooing. But I hope to God. So, for other content, we're definitely going to be. I'm back so on tired Tatooine. of sand; it gets everywhere. You're never gonna get. You're never gonna get away from Tatooine. So I, I just for those people, like you're never getting away from Tatooine. Deal with that emotionally, physically, and mentally. However, you need to. You will never get away from Tatooine. The entire freaking saga starts on Tatooine. Everything starts there. It is the beginning of all things Star Wars. We're not leaving Tatooine ever. You will always go back to Tatooine. It is probably in the top three most important places in the entire Star Wars universe. Just get used to it. I will step down from my soapbox. Okay. Now. All right. 
fine, Kevin. Jeez. Get used to it, Tim. Okay. I didn't know you were such a fan of tattooing. I'm sorry. I'm not saying I'm a fan. I'm just saying, like, you don't get away from tattooing. Yeah, okay. It's it's like woven into the fabric of Star Wars. Love sand. It's coarse. <laughs> Gets in things. <laughs> well, I think it was a good episode, wrap, Tim. Yeah, I think that was a pretty good but, episode. I think overall, Boba Fett was fun. I'm, I'm, I, I think some of our best content comes from these these damn shows. So I'm always sad when they when they end. Well, it looks like in May we'll have more, but next week we'll go over uh, Fallen Star uh, when you finish. Um, and then uh, I love the comic segment. I think it's a great way to digest the comics uh, and just take, you know, take a break. So I'll talk to Paul and we'll get that on the schedule as well. But uh, yeah, make sure you get those GCX tickets because I think you Star Wars fans might be happy. Uh, <laughs> come on, nerds. Get your get your tickets. Come hang out. I'll bring my lightsaber and possibly a Mandalorian outfit. All right. Is that back on the table? I mean, it's like it's in. I mean, like it's there. I mean, I might get it. I don't know. Wee, wee. Can I just follow you with my phone playing the music? That'd be sick. <laughs> I'll just wear a green screen and then you can have people film you and you could put Tatooine behind you because <laughs> everyone loves Tatooine. It'll be, it'll be awesome. Bop, 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 bop. Um, but yeah, that's a wrap on Book of Boba Fett. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I can't wait for Obi-Wan. Um, I'm excited to see. I have a feeling we'll get some new animated stuff this year too that they haven't announced. Um, I don't think bad. Do you think Bad Batch season two? Oh, wow. I honestly forgot that we could possibly get that. I don't I don't know. I, I would assume we'll get teasers at Celebration. Celebration's going to be beefy. Um, there's a lot of video games to talk about. There's a lot of shows to talk about animated and live action. And then we've got the um, we got phase two for High Republic um, to talk about. We're, and we're not going to Celebration this year. We're going to skip it. It's a little too close to GCX and, you know, um, pandemic and everything. I'm not against going. But it's just too close. I would hate God to catch. I would hate to catch something and then come home and, and then, then have GCX. to be in quarantine. That's, so that's my point. So it's a little too tight. But that does not mean Tim and I will not be covering it. I guarantee you, Tim will be watching celebration stuff on fb.gg/darkness429 Monday through Friday, live 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, and I'll be in chat, uh, making my caustic comments as I, you missed my comment yesterday about dying light, and I'm so oh, sad. I'm so sorry that I was busy playing when a video you were game hacking zombies. I said. I said, Tim, does it help to envision the zombies as body fat? <laughs> Take that adipose, you stupid piece of fat. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so check out Tim. But, yeah, we'll, we will be doing a lot for celebration. We're just going to do it from home this year. Yeah, smart. Um, and then GCX, like I said, we got some Star Wars plans. Uh, definitely going to see um, a return to uh, chit-chatting with some Star Wars folks. Wink, wink uh and possibly more so we'll see uh what's down the pipeline kingscoastcoffee.com gcxevent.com uh darkness for uh, fb.gg slash darkness 429 or you can just type in darkness 429 into google and many things will pop up uh and everything we do here raredrop.co you can listen to more episodes of star wars and scotch maybe go check out comics they're they've got a shitload of stuff to talk about raredrop roleplay raredrop sports tons of cool stuff you have yourself a fantastic week tim and i will see you next week uh for episode 71 to talk about the fallen star the high republic novel you have a good one and may the force be with you always
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.